0: Hello and welcome to the Uncensored Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Sophie Louise, and I'm a sexual empowerment coach who is here to support you in the area of wellness that is too often left off the table, your sexuality. Together, we're going to explore how your sexuality is so intertwined with every aspect of your life and how you can create a life that is just absolutely overflowing with pleasure. Now, let's get into it. So, welcome, Ricky. I'm so excited to have you here today. Yay,
1: thanks, Sophie. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, it's oh,
0: so exciting to be able to talk about a topic like naturism, that's kind of hiding almost on the fringes of society. It's just not talked about enough.
1: That's right. It definitely isn't. And I'm part of the advocacy to, to normalize this kind of lifestyle.
0: Mm, mm, Yeah, I know that this is a big part of what you do and who you are, Mm. um, but I'd love to hear you introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: For sure. So my name is Ricky Yowett. So I'm based in Southeast Queensland Um, and I am at my core, I am an energy worker, an energy healer, and I work mostly with women in the realm of uh, self-love and sensuality and feminine embodiment. I am hugely passionate about destigmatizing, desexualizing the female body and normalizing nudity in a safe and healthy way. I am a qualified nude yoga teacher and I run naked awakening workshops all over Southeast Queensland, which is a three hour intimate experience designed for women who struggle with body image and self-acceptance to to cultivate courage and practice vulnerability and to learn about their body as more than just a physical. And yes, I definitely enjoy being naked so much that pretty much all of the work I do is nude. (laughs) I am the Queensland coordinator for Get Naked Australia, which is a naturist community here in Australia where we all come together and we get nude outdoors and go on naked adventures outdoors. Now that work is mixed gendered and we really strive to keep that also safe and, and healthy. And we strive to have a gender balance in everything we do so that everyone does feel safe and comfortable to, to come and strip off. And on top of that, I'm studying to be a sex, love, and relationship coach alongside you, my beautiful friend. (laughs) So there's lots in my
0: world. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There is such a beautiful array of things that Mm. make up who you are. And you can really hear from that introduction that you are the perfect person to (laughs) be having this chat with about naturism. I can hear that that is a really core pillar in your life. Yes. And I'd love to just start by having you explain what nature naturism actually is for anyone who's unaware
1: yeah for sure and it does vary person to person it's not like it is one thing you can you know decide for you what it means but at its core naturism is being naked outdoors so there you know there's nudists and there's naturists and and nudists are people who do just like to be naked all the time anywhere any place at home you know doing whatever they do in their day-to-day life whereas naturists are people who like to get out into nature and be naked in nature which to me is I'm I'm such an earth child and I'm I'm very I'm a very grounded soul and to be out in nature is something that just fuels me and regenerates. no what's the word I'm thinking of rejuvenate uh, rejuvenates. Me. yes thank you <laughs> and then to do that in the nude as well it just it takes me back to feeling mm. just so tribal and so connected to the earth and and so for me it's it's all about just connecting to to Pache Mama and you know Mama Gaia Mother Earth and then to do it as part of a community is so beautiful too because you do just realize that we are all just bodies we're all just vessels we we don't need to sexualize nudity and we can just have fun
0: wow yes i love that description and it's not just about you know what i'm hearing you say is it's so much more than just being naked it is that connection to the earth and that connection to your community and Mm. you know i haven't talked about it heaps on my platform but i also practice naturism and there is just no better feeling. (laughs) than being naked outside and being able to like particularly go for a swim in the ocean while you're naked is just oh so freeing it's such an amazing experience
1: Mm -hmm. yes Mm. it definitely is and again like it's going to mean people who start to explore that kind of lifestyle you can you know create what it means to you some people only like doing it by themselves or with their partners or close Mm. friends other people really enjoy doing it in a big group and having it more of a, a communal feeling rather than just you know an individual experience and you can play around with it
0: yeah yeah no I love that freedom to explore what works best for you and I think yeah everyone does have their own definition like if I was to define naturism as separate from nudism my personal understanding was that nudism is um is being completely naked whereas naturism is more a freedom to wear as many clothes as you like so you could be in nature spaces and still have your underwear on or but but be topless or vice versa and just that kind of freedom so mm. it very much is a space for you to explore what works best for you and to have that freedom to decide for yourself what feels the most exhilarating and freeing and liberating
1: yes Yes, I love that. I've never heard it put like that. And it's really interesting and enjoyable to hear, you know, what it means to you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, as I was getting ready for this podcast episode, it really had me thinking about how naturism is a less talked about term than nudism, I have found. Mm. Yes. And even I remember, like, I live in a household now that is clothing optional. So we're all naturists. And I remember talking to my therapist about that before I moved in and I was so excited. I was saying, I found this flat that I'm, you know, I feel really comfortable in and it's a naturist space. And she kind of, <laughs> you know, said back to me, she was like, oh, that's great that you've found other naturalists and they really like plants. And <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, not quite. <laughs> so it's yes. clearly a term that everyone is familiar with. It can be quite, Um, quite hidden the communities that exist around naturism and nudism aren't always um out in the open. Yes
1: that's right there's still a lot of stigma around getting naked um with groups of people it's still highly sexualized in a lot of people's eyes um and there's a lot of just misinformation and misunderstanding out there and I like, I, I do want to clarify to your listeners that I don't practice naturism or nudism with strangers in public places. I only mm-hmm. practice mine within the Get Naked Australia community, which is, you know, it's, a, it's a private community that, yeah, anyone can join, but everyone that has been accepted into the community has gone through a screening process to make sure that they are genuine in their intentions. And because we want to keep everyone within the community safe. And especially if you are, just starting off in your naturism journey or your, you know, just your being comfortable naked journey. We want you to be able to feel safe and supported and held. And until you feel, you know, like you've found your place. So everything that I do is within the community.
0: Mm, mm. Yeah. It's so important to feel safe, particularly when a lot of people entering these communities, it's perhaps this really scary thing for them. And I'm curious what sort of rules you have in place in these communities to help people feel safe or sort of guidelines perhaps.
1: For sure. So that is extremely important because we don't want someone to have their first experience be a bad one and then they just never try again. And Mm. that's what we found, you know, with the public settings i mean like i've been to public nude beaches and had quite uncomfortable experiences and so we really strive Mm. to keep everything (laughs) contained within our community so if anyone is wanting to join um there is a screening process so we do make sure that everyone has active social media accounts so that we can go through and just check that they you know there's no kind of bullying or harassing um, you know that everything is going to be based on equality as well so we check through social media accounts and we go through a bit of like a, a Q&A and we ask people questions and then they're welcome to join. We do make sure there's always a gender balance within our online community and our in-person events. We definitely know that it is anything that's open to the public that is nude is going to be like 80 to 90% males and 20 to 10% females. Mm-hmm. And that's just the mm-hmm. way it is. Men are just like, yeah, let's do it. Let's just jump in and do it. Women think about it. You know, they, they need to feel safe. Men just kind of jump all in. So we definitely make sure that there is a gender balance or even just more women than men. Yeah. So there is like a, a no tolerance and like th- there's no second chances if anyone is doing any kind of, uh, you know, sexual activity within the, social media accounts like no one is bullying or harassing or being um, unfairly opinionated so we we have just like there's a no tolerance policy for any of that within the group everything needs to be civil and friendly and kind Um, when it comes to in-person events so I run all the events um, mostly for southeast Queensland and I make sure that Everyone who's coming knows the rules. Like there's no unsolicited photography allowed to go around. Um, There's no, uh, again, like anything sexual or harassing. If anyone makes any comments that are a bit uncomfortable, then they get spoken to. So we really do our best to keep it safe.
0: Mm, mm, Yeah, I really love hearing the things that you have in place. And it's clearly quite a well-regulated community that like you say is going to prevent people from having that one bad experience that will stop them from coming back that's because nudity is portrayed as and this is the experience of so many people being naked around others is a highly vulnerable thing to do particularly for your first time yes
1: Mm. and there is like this uncomfortable and i don't know how much detail we can get into on this podcast Mm -hmm. but you know like (laughs) If if men get aroused, you know it, it's not something that can be hidden. Mm. You know, if women, you know, are attracted to another man that's in the naturist community, then it, you know you can't tell. But men, you can tell if they're getting aroused. So there mm. also needs to be a level of personal um, accountability. If men know that they still cannot be naked around a group of women and not have it be sexual like they need to know within themselves that they are ready to be part of a community and not have it sexualized because if they join and we go on a group hike and we're swimming at a waterfall and they get an erection then that is going to make it a very unsafe place for women to you know because that's just a very awkward situation so we do have to make sure that everyone who is wanting to join this community has also done enough work within themselves mm. to desexualize the human body.
0: Yes, yes. And that's when I've had conversations about naturism with males, that is the first, the very yes. first question that they ask is what do I do if I get aroused?
1: Yes, um, and it's a natural thing. Like it, it's not yeah. wrong. It is definitely not wrong, but it is something that needs to be worked on individually before you join the community. And I mean, the same thing for women, just because you can't see that the women are aroused, there still needs to be this self-development
0: work around nudity. Mm, mm, Absolutely. Because we live in a world where yeah, nudity is so sexualized. And like I said, it's such a vulnerable thing. Mm. Um, it's so important, I believe, for women in particular to feel safe in these spaces mm-hmm. when we are taught that wearing a short skirt outside is a dangerous thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's so key to create that safety. And I'd love to hear you say more about about how nudity has been sexualized and what that means for nature's spaces. oh my god
1: it starts from like the moment we're born doesn't it like Mm -hmm. (laughs) we you know in our early years we are so innocent and we don't we don't even know about that world yet and those those feelings yet we just are playful and we are you know just searching for happiness and pleasure as an innocent child and then as soon as we go into the schooling system I believe like that's where it starts unless you're in a, a, you know, an unhealthy household where you you see it, you know, your whole life. Um, But for myself personally, like it starts in school. There's, There's bullying. You see the different body shapes. You're all trying to, you know, you're wearing the same uniform and some of you fit into it and look nice in it and some of you don't. And then there's harassment and there's magazines and TV and ads and media and it just is thrown at us from the moment we're old enough to even see it. We don't even have to comprehend it, but it's there working in our subconscious mind. And then Mm -hmm. we get older and we go to high school and we start going through puberty and our body starts changing and our emotions and hormones are everywhere. And we just, we don't understand. And it's in these pivotal moments where we should be encouraged to explore and connect with our bodies and learn about sexuality that we're taught about shame and we're taught fear and we're taught STDs and unwanted pregnancies and you know rape culture and oh my god it's just like I don't know how we have even gotten to this place of wanting to explore our bodies in a safe way with the way that the world has raised us to to think about our body but it is so unfortunate but it is it's an important step that we need to take as a collective. And I feel like this, not even this generation, but this decade of people that are rising. And I, I think there's been a huge um, trajectory since COVID as well, that we are all waking up a bit more to what we deserve at the moment. I feel like our generation is paving the way for the the next generations of children to, to be more connected to their body and to feel more safe in their skin
0: yes yes because yeah it's it's almost a bit disheartening like you're right Mm. we are just told or taught whether in overt or covert ways again and again that our bodies are shameful and that we need to hide them and you know particularly as a woman you have to keep your legs closed and and wear a bra and and not wear yeah you know shorts that are too short Mm. and also you know it's good to acknowledge that but also to keep looking forward and to mm. say if that's not the way that I want to feel about my body what am I going to do what communities am I going to find how am I going to change this mindset how am I going to take things into my own hands and create a world that is more accepting of our bodies of all of the different bodies that exist yeah yeah and i think nature spaces are such an amazing place for that i know that my love for my body changed dramatically when i first entered spaces where nudity was present and Mm -hmm. i've talked about this a little bit on this podcast already but for me my kind of introduction was when i became a stripper and you know obviously there's naked bodies everywhere in the changing room people are just getting naked walking around naked whatever And it was so powerful to see all of these different bodies around me Mm -hmm. with, you know, so free of shame, people just shoulders back, walking around naked. And particularly for me at the time, I, I didn't like my pussy Mm -hmm. and I was seeing all of these different pussies of all different shapes and sizes (laughs) all around me that I wasn't seeing anywhere else. Like it's not what you were seeing in porn, nudity in the real world shows you real people and That's real right. bodies. We stop hiding what we consider to be our flaws um with, with our clothes. You know, when those clothes are gone, it's just this whole nother world. And it's so amazing to see these unique bodies everywhere and to perhaps feel a bit more, a bit more at home, a bit less criticized.
1: Yes, yes. And I, I haven't always been comfortable with, nudity and with my body. Like it's easy for people to assume with the work I do now that, you know, I've got my shit together and I love my body all the time. But Mm. no, I'm still human. I'm still a female and I still I'm on a roller coaster ride. It's a it's a never ending journey, this self-love and self-acceptance of your body, because every day you are going to shift and change a little bit. And you have to wake up every morning and decide whether you want to choose love or you want to choose to try and fight the natural changes that are happening. And some days it's easy, some days it's really difficult. But it took me many years of my own self-discovery journey to even be ready to be part of the Get Naked Australia community. And it was becoming, I think, a nude yoga teacher for women and doing that for, you know, a little while that gave me enough confidence to join a mixed-gender community.
0: Yeah, yeah. What... What helped you to become a nude yoga teacher in the first place? Like that seems to me and perhaps to a lot of other people like a big step. You weren't just attending the class yourself. You were right at the front naked with everyone <laughs> looking at you. What helped you to pluck up the the inspiration and the courage to take that step? I was practicing it by myself at
1: home as a way to cultivate self-love and to just learn about my body as more than just visual and, and a physical thing to to connect to my sensuality. You know, I, I grew up so blocked off and disconnected from my feminine and my sensuality and sexuality that this was a tool that I found that just made me feel so connected. And I was journeying through all the emotions that came with that discovery. And then, you know, I was doing a lot of tantra work um, and I did a couple of workshops and retreats as I was traveling around the world and I became an energy healer in Nepal and did my yoga teacher training in India and just all these little things that I was learning along the way of my own self discovery journey I came to the place where I felt I had learned enough about myself I saw the huge change in who I am that I wanted to then share that with other women and I was doing that in just my energy healing and showing up as a different person in my own circle of friends, but it was Rosie Reese and her Naked Awakening facilitator training that really changed my life. So I don't know if anyone knows of Rosie Reese. She lives in Perth and she is the founder and creator of Yoni Pleasure Palace, as well as the Nude Yoga with Rosie workshops, which she has been running all over Australia for the last, I think, six or seven years. She got so popular with these women's nude yoga workshops that she ran a training a few years back, and I was lucky enough to get on board with that and become the Queensland facilitator. And it's this work that really changed my life and new yoga it's easy to assume and everyone assumes it is just like your regular yoga class done in the nude you know full lights on people standing behind you downward dog you know like (laughs) viewing everything but that is it's so not the case nude yoga and just in in the way that I teach it it's done in a circle no one's behind you it's the room is only lit by candles so it's beautiful and intimate and you just see the, the shapes and the silhouettes of the other women that are in the space. And it's a full immersion. You know, it, it's three hours and the new yoga part is only about 40 minutes of, of the journey. But again, it's all about getting women in a space where they are safe to be vulnerable and explore what it means to view bodies and be in their body in a non-sexualized way.
0: Mm, mm, amazing <laughs> yeah the real theme that I'm hearing in that and mm-hmm. let me know if this resonates with you is that community has been so important for you and I think oh that's been God. a theme through this yes. whole chat is you know being around other people who are positive about their bodies you can't help but kind of soak some of that up and it, it just changes who you are hmm it's, it's I, very
1: true. You've picked up on a, on a huge part of it. And it was something I didn't realize I needed until I started doing it. I, you know, I've, I don't have a big circle of close knit friends, you know, like I, I've i always longed for like those once a week, all of the girls get together for like a bottomless brunch. You know, I've just, I've never had that kind of friend circle. I don't have a lot of friends that live close. I grew up, um, heavily in the sister wound and I, you know, was a tomboy because I was so disconnected to my femininity and most of my friends were guys. And so I never had that sense of sisterhood and I didn't realize that that's what I needed until I started running these women's naked awakening workshops. And it just, it cracked open my soul and my heart and a whole nother layer of my own journey then came to the forefront
0: (laughs) Wow! yeah and that's what you get to share with other people now with the participants of the circle you get to share this new depth of connection. I know that I've experienced a very similar thing when I connect with particularly female friends but it's not gender exclusive when I connect with people around topics like nudity and sexuality which mm. are just such Unfortunately, such vulnerable topics in the world that we live in, it just, like you said, just like cracks you open and deepens the connection that you have. And it's this whole new relationship where you can just go so deep and get so close to someone.
1: Yeah. And the community, as you say, is a huge part of it because it's okay to, you know, feel comfortable to do this kind of work by yourself at home in your safe space. But then to be able to sit in a room with like-minded women and share your vulnerabilities and be safe to do so and also be held by you know a qualified professional it's it's something that you just never think you'd ever get the chance to experience
0: Mm, yeah and do you believe that this is a practice that's becoming a bit more mainstream now
1: I can't say it's like my life this is is what
0: my (laughs) life has turned into
1: like yeah for me getting naked with people and you know doing adventures out in nature or doing new yoga classes with a group of you know women that I've never met before it's like my friday night <laughs> you know it's yeah. like it's very normal to me and i've been doing it now for a couple of years so my my friend circle has been grown into people that are the same and i do feel that it is slowly trickling out there i feel like we are very lucky to be living in a time where we aren't burnt at the stake or put in prison or, you know, mm. killed, um, I mean, in Australia anyway, for, for doing this kind of work. So there is definitely a progression in what we are allowed to experience, especially as women now. And mm. I feel like we're always going to have the people that are going to keep trying to put, you know, pushing us down, they're going to keep trying to shun us and shame us and stop us from accessing our own power. But we're just getting stronger and stronger. And those people are always going to be there, but we are growing. And the more that we grow, our community grows, you know, that we can keep fighting back.
0: Mm -hmm. Have you experienced much of that kind of criticism? I know I have friends who have been to nude beaches and they've had people try and call the police on them, which, you know, it's, it's totally legal and fine to um, in New Zealand, at least to be on any beach and be naked and particularly a nude beach. Have you experienced any of that? And if so, how have you, how have you responded?
1: I think with the work that I do, because I am working within uh, qualified uh, areas. So like I'm very safely contained in my women's nude yoga workshops. You know, I, I sell tickets to those that is just women. It's very safe. And then within the Get Naked Australia community, Everything I do there is, you know, everyone's been screened, and and so I am very safe, and I don't cop a lot of flack for for where I am in my, you know, worlds at the moment. But I do know that in public spaces, it is a lot harder to be free, and and you know, and have that liberation, and it be safe for you um, online. I do still cop a lot of stuff. You know, it's, it's very hard mm. to to run my businesses and then being. So, you know, quote, unquote, taboo, um, mm-hmm. I, I do get a lot of, you know, comments, and I get blocked a lot and restricted on all my platforms. And it, it is hard for me to promote my kind of work. But it's getting less and less. When I first started, it was a lot. But I feel that that was also because I was learning how to show up online as this kind of presence. And I wasn't yet within my own power of it. Whereas now I feel very solid in what I do. I I know exactly what to say back to to people. You know, there's no um, uncertainty in in my opinion on what I do. So it's like as I became more confident, the, the people coming at me got less and less and less. If that makes
0: sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've really done the inner work to tap into that strength inside of yourself. Where it sounds like you can just be so confident in your expression mm. and as we talked about before, there is still a stigma associated with being, being naked. Mm. Um, you know, there are still going to be people who are offended by nudity or, um, you know, who sexualize nudity. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, it's just about coming into your own strength around that. And maybe they'll do their own work around it one day. Maybe they won't. You can't impact other people's perspectives.
1: That's a huge part of it. And, the, you know, the people that don't agree with this lifestyle, they're always going to be there and that's okay. Everyone is entitled to live their life the way they want to live their life. And mm. I think the hardest part about it is the people that try too hard to change other people or are too mm. in-your-face, um, you know, just not respectful of everyone's opinions. Like I do know there are a couple of, you know, nudist um, or naturist even experiences that have happened where people will just strip off in a public place where there might be uh, families or children and, and, you know and just not really take into consideration everyone else's feelings and vice mm-hmm. versa like we it is about being kind and compassionate to everyone and and yeah just keeping it that way
0: yeah, yeah, and understanding that nudity can be an incredibly triggering thing for some people to see, and and kind of accepting that without letting that get you down.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I know I've had some incredible experiences, or, or really a range of experiences, going to nude beaches. Like I've been to beaches that I, I went by myself, and I was the only female, and the beach was just crowded with single males. Mm-hmm. all on their towels, kind of, you know, one or two metres apart from each other. Yeah. And I didn't feel particularly comfortable there, mm-hmm. but it was so eye-opening to go to a different nude beach where there were so many couples and there were even two families with young children and people brought their dogs along and everyone was just mm-hmm. naked and it felt so safe and accepted. So it yeah. really is about finding those spaces where you feel safe and you have that amazing community around you.
1: Yes. And any of the public events and public places, then you just do have to be aware that it might not always be the right setting for you as a female. That's just, that's just how it is.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So while it can be easy to get put off by one, one experience that doesn't quite go as well as you want it to, it's so valuable to try again and, you know, put yourself out there again.
1: And go with girlfriends. Like if you are a mm. woman and you're wanting to go to a nude beach, maybe for your first couple of times, don't go alone. You you do have to still be aware that in the public settings, there are going to be, you know, predators. And I, I don't I don't really like that word, but you can't control public spaces. And, I mean, I've been on a nude beach with my cousin and there was an old man masturbating in the sand dunes behind us. And we felt mm. so violated you know we were the only ones on this section of the beach so we knew he was looking at us and we've never been back and you know it's just you have to be safe.
0: Yeah 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 Mm. you do safety is so so important and I think that's a great tip for someone who is interested in exploring naturism for the first time is you don't need to do it by yourself if you have friends who are willing to come along with you that can really help you to feel more comfortable mm. i'm curious whether you have any other tips for people who are interested in getting involved in these communities or just this way of life
1: yeah so definitely safety and numbers um if you are doing public uh settings for being naked outdoors. Definitely. Um, finding a community is also a great place to start because as we've been talking about, like the thread throughout this whole conversation is community is a huge, huge part of it. And to find the people that are like-minded and are going to support you in your journey is, is really important. And so even just wherever you live in the world, jumping on Facebook and maybe looking for nudist groups or naturist groups or you know if you are based in Australia or New Zealand or Tasmania like Get Naked Australia does have communities you know all over those places so you can always try and find us on online we've got a website getnakedaustralia.com.au and you can always reach out to me if you're wanting to talk about any of this kind of stuff but in terms of advice another great thing would be to just explore it within your own home or your own land first start sunbaking outside you know in your backyard if it's safe to do so start walking around the house maybe even start practicing nude yoga or just connecting to your body in in a different way in a non-sexualized way um I also have actually I I ran a 30-day nude yoga challenge uh, at the end of last year, which I put on YouTube, which I mean, I am clothed because otherwise I would not be able to upload it, but it is completely structured 30 days from, you know, beginners level. You don't have to have any experience, but the way that I guide and facilitate this 20 minutes each day is based for people to do it naked in the comfort of their own home and start to explore what it means in their body, which is a really great, tool. So it's only 20 minutes a day, 30 days you can do it like as slow or as quickly as you like. And really listen to my guidance on it, start to explore your body. Um yeah. so I don't know if we can link that somewhere
0: or Yes. Yes, absolutely. I'll put all of your links um, <laughs> in the description for this episode. And I think you know what you were saying there about like this is this nude yoga series and yet you couldn't upload it with you being naked really points to how challenging it is to be open about this. And particularly on social media, you also talked about before that you're getting censored and blocked by, you know, I'm sure Instagram's doing it. Any, any Mm. big platform that you're on these days is doing it. And so I think from that, something that's perhaps important for newbies in this scene to be aware of is There is likely to be resistance that comes up to exploring Mm -hmm. this inside of yourself in particular, but perhaps from other people too. And so, you know, just be aware of that. And then again, come back to community, share your struggles, find that, that love for this way of being within these communities, because you don't need to fight against this by yourself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it may be challenging at times, but again, as we've said through this whole episode, it can also be liberating and freeing and empowering. So just know that there there will be this huge shift that happens.
1: Yes, and it's most likely going to get harder before it gets easier because as you, I, I think as soon as you even decide to go down this path, that's when it starts. The resistance, the negative beliefs, you know, the social conditioning will start to arise. Even if you've just decided in your mind that this is something you want to try, you will automatically start to, you know, hold yourself back. And so it is a journey of of learning what's really important to you and starting to work through your own self-love and self-acceptance and even self-forgiveness. You know, we've treated our bodies, I mean, I I, I tra- treated my body so wrong for so many years because I just didn't understand that I was so much more than just a physical. I, everything I did was for external validation or for the approval of my lovers, you know, and it, it it starts to arise and bubbles up within you as soon as you decide to go down this path. So it's going to probably get a lot harder before it becomes fun and easy and playful.
0: Yeah, yeah. As with any kind of personal development work, you know, that's whether right. that's going to therapy or doing shadow work or releasing shame around your sexuality, mm-hmm. there's going to be moments where it's tough. Yep. But the reason that people, you know, millions of people all around the world are still dedicated to doing this thing that's hard is because on the other side of that, it just feels so fucking good total you know,
1: liberation yes. right like
0: that's the the motivation to keep going and even while it's hard you get glimpses of yes. how freeing it is and that's what keeps you going
1: yes and it is a roller coaster ride you know the longer you do the work the more things that are going to come up and the you know you you might be completely comfortable like me right now i you know everything i do is naked i definitely don't have any hang-ups around my body anymore but it's still something that's never going to go away there's still new layers new depths of discovery within myself new limiting beliefs that come up you know I I put on a couple of kilos and then there's that that I have to work Mm. through and it's never going to just flick a switch and you're going to be okay you know there's always going to be new depths of self-discovery
0: yeah yeah and it's such a powerful thing to do for yourself to mm-hmm. feel how good it feels to slowly remove these layers of shame or resistance and also i think for some people it's really helpful to know that when you do this work you are benefiting other people as well
1: oh my god the ripple effect right the ripple like when effect someone is so real
0: It is. When someone like you can be so loud and proud on social media about being naked and loving your body, other people get to see that. Other people get to benefit from that work that you've done. And even if you're not, you know, on social media talking about doing nude yoga workshops you get to benefit your your close friends or at least get them interested and curious and yeah, it just that liberation just ripples out, and that is such a powerful thing that's what we need more of in the world
1: yes, and that's my whole my whole mission is to continue doing this work on myself so that I, I can continue supporting and guided out guiding others in in accessing it as well
0: mm, yes. amazing well I think that's a pretty good note to end on is there anything else that you're wanting to share about this topic
1: oh I always like to just open up for people to reach out to me I'm always always willing to support or guide or even just offer an ear if anyone is wanting to to talk about it if if resistance comes up and you are just wanting someone to maybe even hold you accountable like i am so dedicated to this work and i'm always available if people are wanting to talk about it if you're wanting you know help to take the first couple of steps if you are a woman and you live in queensland and you want to come to one of my workshops reach out even men like i don't run a lot of stuff for men at the moment but if you are a man and you are interested in this then i'm just here I love talking about it and I love supporting people on this journey.
0: Yes. Yes. Amazing. And I will (laughs) just get your details and link them all in the description for this episode. So people can yeah. Connect with you. Beautiful. All right. Thank you so, so, so much for coming on and having this chat with me. It's been absolutely wonderful.
1: You are most welcome. Much love to you and all your listeners.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Uncensored Wellness Podcast. Just by listening, you're proving to yourself that you are worthy and deserving of more pleasure in your life. I would really appreciate you taking the time to leave this podcast a review on your favorite podcast platform and sharing your most loved episodes with those in your life who you think would benefit from them. If this podcast has sparked something in you that is desiring more pleasure, more fulfillment, and more inspiration within your sex, love, and relationships, I would love to hear from you so that together we can create a deep and holistic transformation in your life. You can get in touch with me through my Instagram at underscore Sophie Louise, that's spelled S O F I E L O U I S E and through my website, www.sophielouise.com. I can't wait to see you back here for the next episode of the Uncensored Wellness Podcast. Bye for now.